People can understand things when you make it relatable in terms and in situations using things that they understand. So quite often I use things like houses and cars to talk about IT and security in a way that they will understand, right? In today's episode, it's going to be no different. One of the techniques that I use to explain technical things to non-technical people is to use analogies. I've done it for years and years and years, and people that work with me and know me well enough will know that I have an analogy for everything. And it just works, right? Yesterday, I was on a catch-up call with my colleague Ben McKillop, and this is where the idea for today's episode came from. Texas is an M3 Networks podcast. So the story for today's episode goes like this. Now, I was going to suggest that you close your eyes to try and picture the scenes that I'm going to describe in this episode. However, a lot of people listen to podcasts when they're driving or walking the dog, and I definitely don't recommend that you close your eyes doing either of those things or if you're operating any heavy machinery. So keep your eyes open. Don't have an accident, please. I don't accept any responsibility for accidents caused while listening to the Texas show. Just putting that out there. Now, I want you to picture this scene. We have a character. Let's call her Susan, okay? Now, Susan is on holiday. Susan is swimming down an absolutely beautiful river. The water is clear. There's fish in the river. Beautiful blue skies. And there's kind of like a rainforesty type jungle set in either side of the river and kind of nice, you know, little beaches dotted around here and there. And she's floating down this river, having an absolutely fantastic time, not a care in the world. Everything is just tickety-boo. Now, I'm also in this story. I'm not in the water at all. I'm standing at the side of the river and I'm further down the river from where Susan is. Now, what Susan doesn't know is that I can see round a bend in the river and round this bend in the river I can see that the water gets a little bit turbulent and then there's a waterfall coming. Now of course Susan doesn't know any of this. Susan is blissfully unaware that there is danger round the corner. So I'm standing there, I see Susan approaching, I see the waterfall and I shout to her that she needs to get out of the water and she just ignores me. I shout here, I'm going to throw you one of these life rings. Grab onto it. I'll pull you out of the water to safety. But she still ignores me because at that moment, she's still not in any danger. When Susan gets round the corner and sees the waterfall for herself, she now panics, fear sets in, and she realises that she has to get out of the water as quick as possible. And at that point, of course, she'll take the life ring and she'll ask for help to get out of the situation that she's about to head into. But the next problem is, of course, no one knows much about this waterfall at this point. I can't see how high this waterfall is. I don't know what's at the bottom of the waterfall. But at that point, we both know that something bad is about to happen. We just don't know how bad it's going to be. But by this point, Susan is way out of reach of me. I can't help her anymore. She's going to just have to go over the edge of the waterfall and deal with whatever happens. Now let's rerun this scenario a little bit. 
let's just imagine that where I'm standing at the corner of this river, seeing the waterfall, seeing Susan, imagine I have a big, huge mirror. You know, like one of those ones you get, you know, at the end of like drives and stuff so people can see if there's cars coming before they, they pull out. Something like that. And Susan can see the mirror and in the mirror, she can see the waterfall. Now, before, in the first example, Susan didn't believe me that there was a danger to get out of the river and there was a waterfall ahead. But now, she can see the mirror and she can see the danger for herself. And this means that Susan can now take the life ring that she was offered and get out of the water rather than just carrying on into danger. So what does this have to do with technology? Well, it's quite simple. Susan is still Susan. Susan's a business owner and the river is currently her business running day to day. So it's flowing, everything's going great, having a great time. The waterfall is a cyber attack and I am the cyber security specialist that's trying to warn Susan about the dangers ahead. Now in the story, Susan completely ignores me when I'm trying to tell her that there's dangers ahead because at that point in time, she has no reason to believe what I'm saying. I've not been able to do enough to convince her that there's danger ahead, that there's a waterfall around the corner. And the life ring that I'm offering is basically cybersecurity, a chance to put in place some protection to get yourself out of the dangerous situation before you head into a cyber attack that could devastate your business. You might be wondering, what happened to the big mirror, Mark? What's the big mirror all about? Great question. The big mirror is basically a cybersecurity risk assessment. A cybersecurity risk assessment is kind of like a mirror. It allows you to see things that you can't see right now because they're around the corner or they're hidden in some way. And a risk assessment is usually the first thing that we do when we're engaging with a new prospect about cybersecurity because people don't know what they don't know. So you're a blissfully unaware business owner. Everything's going great in your business. You probably feel like there's something you should be doing about cybersecurity because I haven't spoken to a business owner yet that hasn't said that cyber is a concern. The problem though is that it's just not enough of a concern right now for most people to actually proactively do something about it because they can't see the waterfall around the corner, right? No one has been able to show them that there's a real risk of danger. So the big mirror or the risk assessment allows you to see the dangers for yourself without just having to take my word for it. In that risk assessment, and we also combine that with a vulnerability assessment, we actually check out the real live risks and vulnerabilities in your business right now that is fact. It's not just take our word for it. This is actual fact that once that's put in front of you, you tend to then want to know what can be done about it. Like any problem, I guess, in life, if people can show you the problem, the usually the next words out of your mouth are, okay, so how do we fix it? What can we do to prevent this bad thing from happening? Now that I can see that there's a real risk of it happening. The thing that I want you to take away from this episode of Texas is that at a very minimum, you should at least speak to a suitably qualified company of suitably qualified professionals who can carry out a thorough 
cybersecurity risk and vulnerability assessment on your IT systems so that you, as the business owner or person responsible for IT and cybersecurity within the organisation, knows exactly the situation that you're in right now and the potential dangers that lie ahead. Because without that, you've no idea where you're starting from. There's no point doing anything else with cybersecurity or spending a single penny until you know where you're at right now. It makes perfect sense. If you'd like to grab 15 minutes to speak to me about having a cybersecurity risk assessment carried out for your business, you can head over to m3networks.co.uk forward slash meet Mark. On that page, you'll be able to see my calendar and pick a time that is convenient for you. And we can have a quick, no obligation chat about getting a cybersecurity risk assessment arranged for your business so that you are fully aware of your current cyber posture. Now, you might be wondering what I'm going to do after I get the cybersecurity risk assessment. And that is a great question. So once you have that report in your hand and you can see your current cyber posture, it's entirely up to you what you do next. There's absolutely no obligation to engage with us any further if you don't want to. But usually most businesses will want to see an action plan of things that have to be done, services that have to be put in place in order to reduce the risks that have been highlighted, remove any vulnerabilities that you're exposed to, and then what cybersecurity services that you need in place ongoing to keep the risks as low as possible to your business. And finally, the link again to book that 15-minute appointment with me is m3networks.co.uk forward slash meet Mark. Texas is an M3 Networks podcast. Find out more at m3networks.co.uk.